Blog Talk Radio. years and he's also also an author of a book called Taylor Mill Horror. Do I have that right? That is correct. That is correct. And he did a document documentary on um, it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Phantom Farm. So that ought to be very interesting. How are you doing, Austin? Yeah. I'm doing great. How are you guys? We are fine. We're so glad that you've come on the show. We appreciate I'm glad it. To be here. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you located? So I'm in Lima, Ohio, a town that basically no one knows what everyone drives by. So kind of the way I describe it. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like it's a real small area like ours is. No stoplights, no nothing, just one intersection. Oh, we have we have stoplights over there. We just don't have anything. <laughs> we have everything while having nothing at the same time. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds like it would be an interesting place to be. I'm making sure that we are public, too, on the on the feed there because I can't – nobody – I can't see the comments on my end unless I put it on – unless I set it on public, then I can actually read the comments. Oh, okay. And then, of course, last week it didn't even go on to buy time with Jerry. We don't know what happened to it. It got lost in the mix. So I'm not doing the StreamYard links anymore. I'm making David Flowers do them because evidently I didn't know what I was doing and cut everything off. It's the blonde hair. Yeah, that's why it's called Vibe Time with David Flowers and no longer Vibe Time with Jerry. I'm going to have to change all the logos. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Marlene. You're Mary Ann. I'm sorry. So, tell us a little bit about places that you have explored in different areas that you've been to. Yeah. Um, wow, there's been a lot of places. Um, you know, I started out with Waverly Hills. We went there a few times. Um, still one of my all-time favorite places to be. Um, I absolutely love that place. Um, you know, Moundsville Penitentiary, uh, Stansville Rex, we've been there a few times, uh, Prospect Place Mansion, Ramsdale House in Serato, West Virginia, um, the uh, Old Hartford Jail, the, uh, I mean, just, I could go on forever. 
Um, so over the years, I've been to a lot of places. Uh, most recently, the documentary you were talking about, that was at the Randolph County Asylum, kind of think for a second, uh, which will be going back there here in a couple of weeks to kind of do a podcast and hang out. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've really been um, a lot of places. Lately, Nashville has been kind of my place. So I've uh, been to a few places up that way, too. Uh, just always looking for new places to explore, really. Cool. Now, are you with the actual, are you with the team, or do you kind of go off on your own? Because I don't, I don't know if you have. No, I, yeah, I kind of jump around. Um, the group that I did the documentary with, that was an uh, old friend that I've had for years and years and years. And um, we didn't really know each other were into this kind of thing. And he hit me up, and uh, we ended up doing that. Um, now I'm kind of working with uh, Eric Freeman Sims from Nashville. Um, he has the Unseen Paranormal podcast. I met him through there. Um, so we're doing some investigating together. We're going to be uh, shooting a documentary next year together. So well, I've just been kind of hopping around a little bit. So I thought kind of my group. Right, right. That's understandable because you want to make sure that you click well with the people that you're exactly yeah investigating with because that can be a hot mess if you don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Too much trauma if you don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. So what yeah, so, Go ahead. So, yeah, um, so tell us a little bit about your book. About, um, I can't remember the name of it. I'm sorry. You're fine. I don't remember it half the time. Um, yeah, so Taylorville Horror. Um, so it's, it's a really interesting story. Um, Essentially what had happened was, this was, oh man, probably 10, 12 years ago, I'd say. And um, we were, me and my partner had a YouTube channel. And uh, we were doing decently well, but we wanted something to get us up to the next year. And um, at the time, Bobby Mackey's was all the rage. So we decided we needed to go investigate Bobby Mackey's. So we booked Bobby Mackey's, and they told us, like, hey, look, there's this house. You know, just a little bit down the way. Um, it's supposedly haunted. Why don't you guys just stay there, check it out, um, see what you guys think. And so uh, we sold this home, and it was a newly, it looks like a newly built house. I'm like, yeah, there's, there's not going to be anything here, more than likely, because um, that's how it goes pretty much 99% of the time. But we had a place to stay, so that was huge. Uh, so we decided to go and check it out and stay there, and it was uh, before we got to Bobby Mackey's. This is probably maybe 5 or 6 o'clock at night. Uh, we walk in, we're checking the place out, and uh, uh, my partner and his dad were there. And uh, his dad was in one of the house, into the house. My partner was upstairs, and I walk into this room, and a woman just says hello. And it was loud enough that everyone in the house heard it. So everyone just kind of runs, and we convened, like, did you hear that? I was like, yeah, that was coming from inside this room that I just walked into. So, you know, we look all around the property. There's no one around, no explanation. So, it's sort of like, we got to start investigating this place. And um, instantly, I mean, activity just started picking up, and we're talking 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, and it was uh, very dark. Uh, it was uh, not a good vibe. Uh, and it was something like we had never experienced before to the point where after we left, we were like, we could never – go back to that place. Like, we had no reason to go back. You know, it, it was, there was just nothing good there. And that feeling lasted probably about two weeks. I'm like, let's go back. But this time, go back for like two weeks. Oh, wow. So, so we ended up going back. Well, I mean, the big reason for me was that 
you know, this family was ran out, and the homeowner was in the hospital on his deathbed at the time, and he swore in his life that the reason why was because of the entities inside this home. Oh, wow. And so we just wanted to go back and try to get some sort of answers for this guy. And uh, when we went back, I mean, we just, it was like walking into the gates of hell. Um, it was something like I had never experienced before in my entire life. Oh, wow. And where where can we um, find that book? Uh, you can find that on Amazon. Um, there's also an Audible version out there, or uh, it's on Kindle Unlimited as well. Cool. Sounds really interesting. Scary at the same time. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a place where we didn't sleep for a couple weeks after we got back. Uh, it's the only place I've ever been to where I've actually felt that type of fear, and I actually felt like I might not make it out of that house. Um, there for a night, we were convinced that we were not going to get out of the line. Um, we had a really rough night, and um, out of nowhere, we started hearing this really loud, I, I don't even know how to describe it, almost like a, it was like a rumbling, like an, like an engine-type sound coming from within the house, and the whole home started shaking to the point where stuff was flying off the walls. And um, at that moment, we're like, we're done. Like, <laughs> this isn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was something, you know, like I said, we've been there for two weeks, and we never heard this before. Um, and it happened right after I ended up confronting whatever was in there because I got thrown against the wall. And for about an hour after that, I was throwing up blood. Um, and it just kept coming up and coming up. And so after I confronted it, Everything kind of calmed down, like, okay, we're good. And uh, this was the first night that we agreed to sleep with the lights off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is how crazy this place was. And uh, instantly we're like, nope, lights are coming back on, and we're probably going to die here. Um, but it was just. Is it a big house? I mean, is it. No. Wow. No, so, um, but the interesting thing is, uh, you know, this house is on a decent-sized property. Okay. And probably. Uh, I want to say maybe 100 yards behind it is a home where the homeowner had to wall off part of her house because of a dark entity. And her and her husband gave up that side of the house. They said, fine, you stay on your side of the house. Just don't mess with us. And they literally just, I mean, it was a huge, nice house. They literally built a wall in the middle of their home and gave the other half to this entity. Wow. Uh, um, and the home right next to it, uh, it was an elderly woman. She left her lights on 24-7. Um, always uh, had a rosary on her, holy water in every single room. And she would always keep her blinds down so she didn't see the home that we were staying in because she thought that that was, and I, I do believe it was kind of the epicenter somehow for everything that was going on because while everyone had activity, it seemed to be really concentrated in that home. Um, so, but we ended up finding out that the only reason the house was new was because Previous owners tried to destroy it. They tried to burn it down, and the uh, guy said it looked like they tried to take chainsaws, sell us the four beams, and stuff like that. So previous owners tried to demolish the home themselves, and um, I think in the last uh, maybe 10 years, it's probably gone through about 15 owners the last time I checked. People stay for a couple months, and then they're gone. Um, so it's, it's a really wild place, the whole property, really. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Did you um, did, do any digging and find out 
maybe if it was demonic or just a pissed off ghost or yeah so um don't really know um we did a whole lot of digging the only thing that i can say is i actually got presented a very similar case a couple months ago um not far from where i'm at and um eric who i was talking about earlier i uh, was speaking to him about it and he's actually good friends with uh one of the uh um uh, Catholic Church is like head demonologist who works for the Vatican. And so we all kind of talked to each other. And the consensus that they came to was that they think that it might actually be Native American and what they're dealing with are actually elementals. Uh, because they said that elementals, because just like in Taylor Mill, um, this homeowner is also on his deathbed. And, um, you know, they said that they can affect your health and they can carry out all this poltergeist-like activity. And they you know, if you're on their land, whether it be sour land or whatever it is, you know, they will try to get you out any way possible, even if that means that you end up dying. Uh, so looking back, I think that very well might be the reason that, which makes sense because it's an entire property, not just one home. So it seems like that might be the case with the land. Yeah. Wow. That's super interesting. Mm -hmm. That is. Yeah, no, thank uh, you. Interesting case. <laughs> you stay there. <laughs> <laughs> right. We have a house that, around here that I'm very questionable about because people buy it, they stay in for it, stay in it for a few months, and then they leave. Then they yep. buy it, but a murder took place there too, and oh, wow. it's like okay. When I drive by there, I still kind of see the person there, and I'm going. Right. That's probably why, you know, but it's just, it's it's exchanged so many hands in a year, it's not even funny. Ever since this yeah. took place, it's just exchanged so many hands, and you would think, you know, hey, you're buying a house, you could stay. Uh-uh, it, it's been moved out again. Those people lasted for maybe a month and moved out. So I'm like... Is it, is it that yellow house? No, no. That's, that house is... um. The Ralph Wormley House? No, this is yeah. a private residence outside of there, outside of our town. Okay. Yeah, but a murder took place there, and it's just not been the same ever since. Yeah, that's like one person after the other. I'm going red flags. <laughs> right. Very it red flags. Get, it can get us in there. Yeah. Yeah, I have no doubt that the that the Spirit is still there, not one doubt at all. You know. So. Yeah, it's interesting to hear, you know, stuff like that because it just makes you think how how much is this really happening out there? Right? Yeah, yeah. Like you just don't hear about it. How prevalent is this really? Right. You know? uh, of course, in our circle, we hear about it a lot more, but there's still a lot of things like that you see, and you're just like, I wonder. Yeah, yeah. And it was such a gruesome murder, and it was such a very quickly done that's the only way i know how to describe it to you that they're they're still there right you know they're it's, it was tra very tragic very tragic so yeah interesting yeah, i can definitely leave an imprint oh heck yeah that's for sure we have one place where um it's a it's a store um not too far from here and um a very gruesome murder took place there. The guy came in, shot his girlfriend, shot himself. 
but the lady is still in the store. You can see they they see little shadow figures. They got it, you know, because because they constantly have cameras up. But there's right. little shat, there's a shadow figure that moves back and forth. It's like she's just still doing her job, Pat, because she um, stalked, and so okay. she's still doing her job stalking from back, you know, yeah. walking from the cooler part of the station, you know, to get the stuff in the back storage room up to the front, and you can you'll get a glimpse of her doing it, and if something's not right on the shelf, it gets moved. If the if she gets upset set with certain things, she'll mess with the cash register, you know, all kinds of things. So it's pretty interesting. But the owners there, they don't they don't believe in unfortunately the paranormal to to do anything. So yeah, yeah, she's stuck too. But she's just like she doesn't realize she's just right. still working because she worked a lot of hours. So it's just it's interesting stuff like that. It's you know makes you wonder. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It really does. Uh, that, that reminds me of a story um, not too long ago. Um, we were talking earlier about uh, my favorite place, which is Prospect Place. Uh, I took a group of friends there not too long ago, and uh, they were downstairs and we were up in the attic, and um, we uh, hear this door slam shut, and it was the door to the servants' quarters. And uh, so our friends downstairs call us, and they're freaking out, and we're like, oh, did you hear the door shut? And they're like, yeah. But they were talking about the front door. So what had happened was inside the front door, you go in through this little, like, dining room, and there's, like, this little lounge room. And in the lounge room, there was this little, like, chair that had this blanket on it. And uh, one of the people had used it earlier that day, and they kind of tossed it over. Well, they heard the front door open, and it opened. And then they heard someone walk through the dining room. And when we go back there, we discovered that the blanket was now folded and put right back to where it was. And then we hear someone come up the stairs and slam the servant quarters doors. And it's just like, that is so crazy to me that this person, like, just like they were doing their job, they came in the house, checked out the dining room, you know, they fixed the little blanket there, and then went up to their room. And it was just like, I don't know, it still blows my mind that, you know, it's like they're still kind of stuck in their time, but they're so aware of everything going around it, you know, to right. fix the blanket, to fix the shelves, stuff like that. It's just really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it sounds interesting. Yeah. That is really cool, too. That's like, like I said, there's so many different paranormal things that go on, you know. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Same thing with where we're at at the manor house. One minute you hear, help me, and then the next minute you don't hear it. And it's like, okay, where did they go? Did they, did they, were they out of that dimension at that time? You know, what, what, what's the deal? Because then all of a sudden you don't hear anything. And then it's like, okay, what's up? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. There's so many theories. You know, you've got your stone tape or your time slips or your, I mean, it's just, the thing about the paranormal is that you always leave with more questions than answers. Mm-hmm. It's so infuriating, yeah, but yeah. it keeps you going back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so many times I get so mad, but yeah. I'm like, i got to keep doing this. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, we get this, what, for the last couple tours, it's, help me. <laughs> and then yeah. you're like, well, we're yeah, trying to help you. Yeah, then they don't say anything. Then when we do run the EVP session, they don't say anything, nothing, mm-hmm. like little crickets. And then, right. 
now nothing at all. And I'm going, I brought you a toy. Hello. I brought you a toy to play with. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. And like you said, was it a time slip? Was it, were they able to come in through a portal door somewhere and just right. say, help me long enough and then leave again? You know, were they just trying to give us a glimpse of what they went through to their past? I mean, what is it? So Exactly. Yeah, you never know. There's yeah. always a point where, like, you know, you think, at least for me, I always thought, like, certain things were too crazy and they couldn't be possible. Then you're like, okay, they're possible because I've experienced it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So when you come into all these theories, you really have to look at every single one, even if it sounds ridiculous at the time. Yeah. Because chances are, you know, it's probably not as ridiculous as you think. Like, I mean, right. saying that ghosts exist is ridiculous to begin with, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating to me. And we tell people all the time it's ghost hunting and paranormal investigations are actually very boring because, yeah. you know, like David says, you're sitting in the dark asking questions and talking to yourself. Exactly. Yeah, that's one thing that people usually don't understand. They think it's like this action-packed, you know, like they get this oh, like superhero type of. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll be questioning your own sanity for yeah. an abandoned house at yeah. 2 a.m. with no lights on. You know. Yeah. 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 Nothing going on. None of the gadgets going off. Mm-hmm. Right. You go back and you go reviewing all your audio and your video. And you get that little shadow figure going across the screen. Oh, heck or yeah. you get yeah. that little help me on the voice recorder. Yeah. And it makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up and yeah. makes you go back for more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got that a couple times. That that last shadow figure that we got was was creepy because we heard a boot step. He may not have, but myself and another tourist heard the boot step, and then you see the shadow figure go across it. You didn't see it with your naked eyes. When I got home and downloaded the body cam footage, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's always the best when you have, like, when you experience something, and then, like, you're like, eh, okay. But yeah. then you come back with some, like, piece of something, like a shadow figure, like, yeah. yeah I told you I heard the same one. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, we heard it. The guy even heard it. Do you hear that boot step? Because you could hear it, but the way it goes past real quick, I'm going, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we got that. And it just it just made my skin crawl, you know, right. and you would think that I would be used to stuff like that. But just the fact that that crossed in front of me the way it did or between us the way it did, I'm going, holy mackerel. Yeah, so. I think it's like the the whole primal thing, like being like I was being watched, but I couldn't see what I was being watched by type of thing. Yeah. Like you didn't know it at the time. Right. If you know it at the time, then it's not it's not scary, right? Like for paranormal investigators, if you're talking to something you can't see, that's fine. Right. When you go back, you're like something was watching me, but yeah. I didn't know it even existed. Yeah. That's when it gets scary. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or just um. We always have on our tour. We're always talking about our heavy boot steps setting up the. Um, I was setting up equipment one night in the cat, and I was trying to set up a body, my body camera up on um, the fire extinguisher because it has a magnetic base. So I was setting it up there, and our cat balls were going off, and it wasn't one cat ball; it was all of them. 
all three of them. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, why are these going off? So I go in the room. I'm like, why well, are you going off? And then as soon as I round the one part of the table, you hear these heavy footsteps in behind me. And I'm thinking it's him. So I go back out, and I'm like, are you upstairs? And he's like, no. And then, But later on, when you really listen to it, there's the echo of the footsteps. There's an echo there. And I'm going, oh, my God, because... It's just the mere fact I was in there and somebody came in behind me that I can't right. see, and I'm going, crap. <laughs> right. So, Hello, Ronnie. It's, it's fascinating. Creepy, but, you know, like you said, it keeps yeah. you coming back, and but it still creeps you out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Quick hello from Salamence. Where, how do you say that? I can't say that. Salamanca, New York. Wildwood oh. Sanatorium. Uh, okay. That's where Ronnie Rickard and his wife Shayla are at currently. That's and I, I, I believe um, John Sullivan's with them too. Oh, okay. And we are at folks. Nice. Yep. Sounds like fun to me. Yeah, that's not awesome. <laughs> Have you ever been there? Because I haven't. I have not, unfortunately. Salamanca, New York, Wildwood Sanitarium. Well, maybe we need to be locked up in there. <laughs> right. So I, At least one of us does. Okay, I was about to say you're going to make me speak for myself on this one. <laughs> I understand. I think one of us goes, all of us goes to this yeah, point. Yeah, I think we all need to. <laughs> Maybe we just need a little mental health evaluation by little patients or something. Yeah. Yeah, I do just for who I work with. <laughs> Take it back. No. <laughs> We're with John Sullivan, Tyler Darnell, and also a pair of vacation. That's what they're on. They're on a pair of vacation. Have fun. Must be nice. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, we've got Eastern State here, but, you know, like I said, they're yeah. tearing down everything out there, all the old buildings. So, But just because they tear it down don't mean those spirits are going in anywhere either. That's true. Yeah, but still, the buildings were so nice. Like, you know, they were just nice buildings. And yes, one place I never got out to, but I always wanted to. Yeah. State. Yeah, that was that was a big deal back in the day. That it kind of like dwindled off out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I think I have a hospital will from there. Oh, really? Yeah, my son went in there, and um, he comes home and he's toting this hospital will with him. And I'm like, where the hell did you get that? Eastern State. It was in one of the rooms. I was like, oh my god. Like, what you do that for? Like, don't bring that stuff home to me. I got to land somewhere around here. He was fascinated with it. He's like, well, if, if it's creeping you out, I'll just keep it. So it's somewhere lodged in his room. Gotcha. <sighs> yeah. So, yeah. Which side? The oldest. Oh. Surprisingly, the one that is a non-believer of what I do. I think I think he ha I think he doesn't believe but deep down inside he's curious but afraid that something 
afraid of the unknown. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people, mm-hmm. not most people, honestly. Yeah, I think it's just a fear. He's a closet believer. Yeah, he's one of those. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't come out the closet yet. I think he let one person read tarot cards for him, and I'm going, really? You won't let me read your cards, but you'll let this chick over here do it. <laughs> but since I'm just mom, I guess I'm, you know, that's why. Right. Right. You know, sure, I'll let you read my cards, honey. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> no, not the cool factor. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Of course, mom's not cool anymore, so, you know, I guess that's just the way it goes. I meant to ask you in the beginning what actually got you started in wanting to to do what you do. Uh, that's most of the time what I ask people in the beginning, but you know, my brain isn't working properly and I have blonde moments, so. It's all good. Um, you know, as many times as I've been asked that, you think I'd have an answer, but I don't really know because I, when I was a child, I was fascinated. Like, before I even, like, contemplated, you know, the thought of death and stuff like that, um, I've been so intrigued by it. Um, you know, reading every single book I could like back in elementary school, um, when the internet became a thing, just being able to dive deeper into it. Um, and, you know, having a little experience as a kid definitely helped. Uh, but it was like something that I was just kind of like born into for some reason. Um, I don't know why no one around me was really into it, but I was just so infatuated with this. And part of it might be that I was the type of kid that had to have an answer to everything, and this is like one question that we're never going to have a defined answer to until we die, <laughs> you know? So um, that might be the reason why I got so deep into it. Because once you get into it, you just get sucked in and answer one question, but you're left with 50 more. Right. And then, you know, two years later, you realize that what you thought the answer was was completely wrong because now this pops up. And it's, you know. So I think that's really the reason why I'm so deep into it fact that I want answers that I'll probably never get, but I'm going to keep trying until I get something. Right, right. And what's your thought on equipment? I mean, do you like more of the more of the newer equipment, or are you more of the, like, we're reverting back more to the older recorder, flashlight, you know, not the stuff that they have now. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the stuff that they have out now. Um, I never really have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've used it just to like to say, hey, I don't like this, and I don't because I've used it. Uh, but I've always been very much, I always say, you know, like, number one, just give me a night vision camera, and I'm pretty happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then you have your video, you have your audio. Uh, lately, I've been using a compass, uh, taking away the EMF meter, uh, and just using a compass for EMF mm-hmm. to see how it gets manipulated. And uh, that's been a really cool experiment. Uh, the only, like, quote-unquote newer technology that I like really would be uh, the SB7, SB11, and stuff like that, uh, mainly to use Nestle's methods, is um, really the only newer equipment that I pack. Okay. How is the compass working for you? Because I was going to get one, but I really I didn't know what kind of compass to get to do that with because there's so many of them to choose from. And I know people say, well, just a regular compass, but I wasn't sure about that. Yeah, I just basically got a regular compass that glows okay. in the dark off of Amazon. And okay. um, it actually works pretty well. Um, 
the one investigation went on in Nashville, uh, it was uh, Two Rivers Mansion. Uh, I walked the place alone, and it was it was doing some weird stuff. I mean, the needle would just turn for no reason, and I'm um, in a couple of rooms that would do that for me. So it's it's been pretty cool to see, you know, it's just something new. But I I'm trying to go back uh, to, you know, back in the day, uh, like I'm trying to get some more camcorders so I can record on tape. Um, and same with uh, audio recorders because now I'm theorizing, you know. We used to see so much really cool evidence, like especially during the Ghost Hunters era, that we don't see as much anymore. And I'm just wondering if, you know, magnetic tape, can that be manipulated? Mm -hmm. um, is that the reason why? Because, you know, we talked about how they can manipulate the electromagnetic fields. Well, why can't they do that with magnetic tape that goes into your cameras or your audio recorders? You know, maybe they can imprint themselves on those that they can't do on our modern-day technology. And, uh, you know, maybe that's the reason why we haven't caught anything new. Um, the other thing that I do use is I, uh, I do a lot of photography, but I shoot all on film, so 35-millimeter film, 120 film, all that stuff. And um, at the Two Rivers Mansion, I caught a solid picture of a little girl who was not there. And I checked with everyone there, and they all said, no, no, no. And uh, the big reason why I went to film is because now I have a film negative. And anyone can say that was manipulated. I pull up the film negative and say, no, it's not. Here's the negative. This is the proof. This is 100% genuine. Um, so I've really been diving into the old school stuff more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. You have to wonder about the modern um, digital technology today. Right. Yeah. A lot of it is, you know, they would not be able to sell stuff if you didn't get stuff. Um, and a lot of people who are out there investigating or, you know, your uh, weekend warrior type of uh, investigators, right? You know, they're the ghost hunters who go out on these quick tours, and that's who they're marketing to. And, um, you know, you can see that through their marketing because paranormal investigators were more concerned with the science of everything. Mm -hmm. But we don't want to buy the Ghostbuster 3000 that they're selling. Just, you know, just calling it something scientific. <laughs> right? And so, uh, you know, they're, they're making this equipment give you results so that you'll be happy with it and you'll share these videos, you'll share your YouTube videos of you getting all these crazy responses and uh, more people will go in and buy it. That's like with the Oculus and stuff like that. Um, I feel like it's really gimmicky and just, especially the smartphone apps and stuff like that, you know, it's it's made to give you what you want in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. 100%. We like our body cameras. Yeah. That's our yeah. favorite pieces of equipment because we've caught yeah. so much stuff on a body camera that I, you just you didn't hear it with the naked ear, and you know there's just so many different things we've caught on there. It's just amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, hey. that's, oh, go ahead. Yeah, going back to your compass, um, have you? Use that in conjunction with an EMF meter just to see if they correlate? I have, um, and I, I did get some correlation at the last place that we uh, visited because that's uh, one thing that I did want to try to check out. Now, it wasn't a strong hit on the EMF detector, but there was something there. And um, I also had a barometer. That's the other thing that I'm adding to the bag uh, to measure the changes in, you know, the 
atmospheric pressure, temperature, and the environment around you. And you would be shocked if you've never used it, how much that correlates to any sort of evidence. Uh, there's absolutely something going on there where you can measure, you know, the changes in the surrounding area, not just through EMF, but, you know, like I said, through, um, you know, atmospheric changes. And mm -hmm. uh, that's something that I'm really working on more and more. Uh, last month, I was lucky enough to hang out with uh, Mustafa, who was on uh, Ghost Hunters and now Haunted Discoveries. And uh, they're actually working with a scientist who's the only one to ever earn two PhDs at the same time with oh, Haunted wow. Discoveries. And one of the things that they're using is a barometer, and they're using special cameras to measure photon events, uh, capturing these photon events and seeing how it relates to the paranormal, you know, these flashes of lights that we've probably all seen. Um, so, you know, there's a lot more equipment that I want to add in there, but it seems like when you look at EMF, you know, the compass, um, when you look at barometers and stuff like that, it's not so cut and dry like a lot of people think it is. And that's why I advocate for having a multiple multiple pieces of equipment to, you know, measure separate things. Um, right. Because if an EMF goes off, that could be bad wiring. It could be a million other things. But if your EMF hits and all of a sudden, you know, the pressure in the room changes, the temperature changes, okay, maybe you're looking at something, you know. Um, so I, I really think, you know, multiple pieces of equipment, uh, mainly that are used for scientific purposes, uh, you know, that will help validate or disprove, you know, 80% of stuff out there. Right. Yeah. On your barometer, did you get that off of Amazon too? Yes. Okay. Yep. You might, do you mind sending me the links to what you got so I won't get the wrong things? Is that just... Yeah, absolutely. I really just grabbed like the first thing I saw, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> See, well, yeah, but then you've been a guinea pig then, so I don't have to worry about right, guinea right, pigging. Right. Yeah, that's, over that's what I miss about Haunted MD because he tried out so many different things. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he he had so many different pieces of equipment, and ever and he used to come on and he would educate you on not no, just tell you about what he was doing, you know. And right. that's how I found out about the body cam because I really didn't. I was like, yeah, you know, going back and forth. But he really, really encouraged it, and. We did good with that because it really is one of our best pieces of equipment yeah, that we yeah. have, you know. And without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah, it's just one of the best pieces of equipment. But if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have wouldn't have known. So, like I said, I had thought about a compass before, but I was like, okay, there's 50 billion compasses compasses out here. Which one right. am I going to use? You know, is it is this is it is it accurate? Is it not accurate? You know, because I look for reviews. So now yeah. that you've used both of them, that's perfect for me. Yeah. Then we can say, all right, <laughs> let's try yeah. and see. And, and my EDI meter, it measures barometric pressure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a good like, one too. Yeah. Yeah, I like the EDI. You have to actually put the SD card in and measure everything because. You don't always get something on the link and like, but oh, okay. you, will, you will get little flips on your SD card. Interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. 
but it would just it would just be kind of cool to see how they manipulate that needle. You yeah, know. it's definitely something that's very very interesting. Yeah, I have yet to use the stethoscope because I met Hanna and D suggested that, so I was like, all right, let me get a stethoscope and see what that does. I've never heard of that before. He's a doctor, so he was using the um, stethoscope to almost like enhance, like you would bionic ears. Yeah. He's using a stethoscope as like parabolic ears. Yeah. 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 And I have a set of those too. And I they're sitting down in my dungeon of ghost equipment. Right. I have a whole I have a dungeon of equipment that, you know, I was like, Oh, this will be fun and it's like you know. Yeah, I think we've all been there. Yeah, then yeah. you go then you go back to the body camera and the regular flashlight, little K two meter and you're going, Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so but they come in handy, I guess, at times. I got my paralyte that just sits in my little box. <laughs> Sitting there all nice and pretty. <laughs> so Yeah, you never know what you're gonna need, so you just buy everything that you yeah. afford it and then you never need it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, para hoarder. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that's a new title right there. Para hoarders, they exist. Oh yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, it's a big problem. So, what is one of your favorite pieces of equipment? Would it be your camera and your? Uh, it would probably just be the camera, hundred yeah. um, percent. Hey John, uh, you have audio and video, yeah. and uh, what more do you really need? Yeah, that's true. Plus, I, I, I've never used flashlights. I don't like flashlights. I, I hate them. So having night vision camera helps me out a lot from running into things. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of need it for that. I'm a flashlight hoarder. I mean, I hate to say it. Hello, Paul Shields. I've hey, Paul Shields. got them everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. But So you, you don't like the, the flashlight? If you're here, can you turn the flashlight on? I'm not a huge fan of that. Uh, I don't know. I, I I feel like the jury's still out on that, and I just don't know where I stand on it. Uh, I think there might be something to it, but there's way too many different. Uh, you know, I mean, is it possible you're creating a short and it's you know it's turning on and then it it heats up so it closes the circuit. And then it turns the flashlight off. Maybe I don't know. To me, it can't be measured enough to accept personally. Right. And with the first Trader. two times, first two times something happens, I, I throw that out the window. That's, yes. That's, that's a coincidence. Yeah. So when you get the three, four, sometimes even more than that, it's that's when you take. Is that a coincidence or is that something going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with you. You have to have that. and Or, you know, like we were talking earlier, some other device that it's also reading something, you know, yeah. um, to make it more definitive. Yeah, we had that at the Manor House one night. I tell that story sometimes where, and I have it on body camera too, but this tourist was setting up the K2 meter on a step, and then he was set, he set up a flashlight. And they were going off. I mean, he was like, if there's somebody here, you know, and the K2 meter would go off first, and the flashlight would go off second. It was just 
so fascinating. But and he got excited, and I mean, it was he just he had a good time. And I don't know if it was his energy that they liked. There was something about him that they liked right. because it was just going off, you know. And that's the only time I've ever, to me, seen something with you know the flashlight and a second piece of equipment there going off. So it was, yeah, it was that, pretty yeah, cool. Kind of validates it. Yeah, it was really cool. So, but like I said, they must have liked them. So. Aren't you writing another book? Yeah, so I have one that is finished. Um, I'm in the process of trying to find a uh, an agent right now to help me get it published or I self-publish it. Um, it's because it's too much money. Self-publish. And then I have three more that will be done for next year, hopefully. Oh, my God. What's up with oh, you and your new offers? It's taken me five years, and I'm still working on a book. How are you able to just push this? stuff out like that. Uh, I'll tell you, I bought a typewriter. <laughs> That's what I said what did it. Get yourself away from a computer with all these distractions, because I'm way through ADD, ADHD, some combination of letters, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I can't even, I've never even read a book. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, so I had to get myself away from electronics and go back to old school and sit behind a typewriter where I can't, you know, browse the internet and, uh, Things started happening. It's crazy. <laughs> I do. I, I think I have one of those downstairs or upstairs, up in my attic, somewhere in the deep depths of this house. I have a yeah, typewriter. I do. Don't look at me like that. I have one. I know I do. But damn, for me to sit over here and try to type that now. <laughs> Let me go to the school and steal one. Oh, wait, they don't have it anymore. I know I've got one upstairs because the kids were like, what is this? I'm like, it's yeah, a typewriter. It, it, really took me, it would take me months to maybe write you know, a little bit, like even a couple paragraphs. I got that, and I talked out like three or four 
chapters in a night. I'm like, holy crap. Oh, my gosh. That is so cool, though. Yeah, that is really cool because I I have ADHD, triple H. That's why I was sitting over here before the show trying to do my stuff because I got sidetracked with everything else. And I'm like, oh, my God, no. I'm the same way. Yeah, I got sidetracked. All intentions to do something, and, like, I I don't know what I'm doing at this point. Like, how did I get here? At least I know that I am not the only one that has that where you start to do something and you are focused on doing it and then all of a sudden something yeah. else and then you're lured somewhere else and you're like, oh. Uh. squirrel out the window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and which, which has now caused me to be short and now i got to go in there and fix it when we're done. I'm going, oh my gosh, I was I had, thought I had it pegged and I don't. Damn it. Yeah, they yeah. Paul tells you that they even sell out. Yes. They do. They do. They, they do. do. They actually have a more modernized whiteout pen where it's yeah, just a pen. Uh, yeah. yeah, I love that thing. <laughs> it comes in handy. So they still do have whiteout. And I'll I'll eventually find my typewriter. I'm sure it's up there. In the deep depths of the luggage. Right. Yeah, with all my other anxious. The, the way your brain works, Sherry, that typewriter wouldn't be good for you. But you'd be spending all your time folding paper out going to a different subject. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> he is right because AD Triple HD kicks in where I'm scatterbrained with yep. my book is scatterbrained. So it yeah, really that's, is. That's why I'm working on three right now. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. You're three to my one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jerry would start circling things with a red pen. That is true. <laughs> What's in the red circle, Paul Shields? Yeah. He sure did screw up my nice piece of moist cake that Jean sent me on the cake box. We always joke around with Gettysburg Paranormal, their page, because everything, people circle stuff in the oh. pictures. I literally shared a post there today with Eric. That was the same thing. Yeah, and I'm going, it just, <laughs> there's just something about the red circles. I'm going. <laughs> yes. So we joke around about that. We're like, what's in the red circle? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, what do you, Yeah, what do you think about that, that, that page and some of the pictures that come across there?
know, there's something blissful about being able to say, I know everything that's going on, and I know what's going to happen to me, and I know this and that, and no one can tell me the difference. So right. I can't really blame them in that sense, but, you know, there's just certain people who don't want to be open to criticism or facts or, you know, anything like that. Right. Yeah, Paul Hill said there's no objectivity. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's, you can't, you can't debate things anymore, like in those groups. You just, yeah, it's, it's factual and you're wrong. Um, and it's, it's sad, but I get it. I get it at the same time, you know. Sometimes I wish I was that person who felt like they had all the answers, but that's not who I am, so I'm out here searching. Right, <laughs> you know? right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, to me, if you have to circle it and, and it's blurry, there's a problem. Right. That's yeah, the one I saw today, um, I'm not even on that page, so I don't know why I saw it. Like, literally, an hour before we got on here, there was a, a picture of a statue, and they, they circled this little shadow behind it, and everyone's like, "That is." there's literally a light lighting of the statue, and that is a shadow from the statue. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, it's not. It's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shadow. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I think I've seen that. It's, if yeah. people just get so defensive, it's like, come on. It's literally right in front of your face. Yeah. Yeah. And Paul said, you need you need critical thinking in the paranormal field. Yeah. Yes. That's why, you know, when I put stuff out, I will never, ever, ever say this is proof of the paranormal. I will never say this is evidence, this is a ghost, this is this is what it is. Right. Just put it out there and let people decide for themselves. Right. And on top of that, be open to debunking your evidence because yeah. I get debunked, that's going to help me out so much in the future. Like, please tell me if I screwed up. I would yeah. love to hear it. Yeah, and I, I, tell, I tell people all the time, if you're going to post something on the Internet, have you have to have thick skin. Yes. Yes. Because not everybody can be nice when they tell you uh, your piece of evidence isn't real. Yeah, right. that's true. Yeah. That is true. And, unfortunately, that's the way it is, but... Yeah, you got to think you're good with the bad. Yeah, that's just... Yeah, that's yeah. just like... You'll have people who can't tell otherwise. There's people who will never believe, no matter what. There could be a spirit manifest right in front of them. They're like, nah, that's yeah. not real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I haven't been banned from that page yet. I know Paul Shields has been banned, and have you been banned from Gettysburg Pictures yet? No, I'm actually not even a member of it. It just no. popped up on my feed a couple of times. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm not banned yet. There's still time. Yeah, there's still some time. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. are absolutely right about that. I don't say too what? much on it, though, because it's just frustrating. Yeah, and what really infuriates me is You've got the so-called investigators out there oh, God. that they will not believe anything you put. They, they don't believe anything unless they capture it themselves. Yep. Yep. That's, that's not doing anything for the field. No. You're 100% right. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, lately, the two biggest things that piss me off, number one, there's a company, I think it's called Ghost Tech, and I keep getting their ads, and I, it pisses me off to no end because they have this, like, obvious-like device, and the post always says, has a loved one died recently? Talk to them with this. Okay. And I'm just like, where are the ethics? Like, I understand you're trying to make money, but there has to be some sort of ethics out there that exists. Like, 
And, you know, the same thing goes with there's a very popular paranormal investigator out there who was on the Netflix series who, quote-unquote, captured evidence that was clearly faked, and he claims it's proving that this woman's murder was, you know, it wasn't the murderer, this was the murderer, whatever. And this death happened maybe 30, 40 years ago, and now these, her kids are having to deal with this. Right. You know, and it's just like at some point we have to have some sort of ethics in this field where we're not, you know, affecting people who are here alive with fake evidence, fake products, fake everything. Because to me, it's there's like nothing more evil than, you know, I, I don't know. It just really gets to me. Right. Yeah. And there's this one guy out there. I'm not going to name any names, but every single famous person who dies goes and talks yes. to them. Yes. Yes. Every single one. Within a week of their death, they're talking to him. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Why is it so special about him that all the dead people or all the dead famous people go talk to him? I haven't had any dead famous people talk to me yet. If they didn't know me in this life, they're not going to know me now just because they're dead. Oh, did I just say all that? I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, Whitney Houston just ain't going to come stand by my bedside one night and have a conversation with me, you know. Right. (laughs) If you didn't know me then, why do you want to know me now? (laughs) Now, if you give me your voice, we'll be okay, but you know. Paul Kills is a phone after terrible. Yeah. 
That's a trip. Yeah, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of dill pickles or or um, was it bread and butter pickles? That that doesn't make any sense to me. Why do they call it bread and butter pickles? They don't taste like bread. They don't taste like butter. Although I don't think I'd want a pickle that tastes like butter. 
we went to a Guar concert. We had it off really good. She was a little, I guess you would say, eccentric. Um, she went by, I'm not going to say her, her real name, but uh, she went by a nickname, which is actually a biblical name, uh, Zila, and it's uh, like the, one of the wives of Cain, which is, I thought it was interesting. Um, so she showed me some things, like uh, she started get, uh, getting me into her hobby, is what I was at the time thinking, uh, you know, getting in the candle magic. Uh, have me carving candles, my prayers or wish or whatever, and uh, getting getting me into that. And then I, she moved in. I'll just kind of condense the story. I, I, I had her move in, and then she planned a uh, a trip to New Orleans. And this is around 2000, uh, 2010. We met around uh, October 2009. And I, it, so this one event happened. I can't, it's kind of fuzzy for, I can't remember if it happened before or after, but either way, it was a weird event. So we were, it was, the reason it's hard to tell because we're on springtime and we went to New Orleans in February. So it could have been after. So she, I uh, was planting some seeds in the backyard and she squirted me with a water hose. So there's some uh, dry leaves around the yard. And then when she turned around the corner, I was about five or six feet away from her. And, you know, the long side of the house is, you know, 20-plus feet or give or take a few feet. So as soon as she turns the corner, you can hear the, you know, the leaves crunching. As soon as she turns the corner, the, the crunching disappears and stops. So I turned the corner, and I figured that she would still be, you know, by, at the, you know, at that midway to the house, mm-hmm. side of the house. But she was completely gone. And so then I just booked it. And... Right all the way to the house, uh, the, there was a front door, there was a screen door and a, a door behind it, and there was, uh, it was a wooden porch, and it was warped because of the weather, so you had to, like, lift up the screen door to, like, get it and close it properly. So she had to, like, lift it up, open the door, lift it up again and close it. It was like a process, you know what I mean? Um, but everything was all uh, closed. I'm sitting there huffing and puffing, opening the door. I just left the screen door open, just started it. She was at the end of the house drying the wine glasses that would take you so long. And so that was one weird thing that she did um, that kind of really, like, freaked me out a bit. And she just had, like, this chest. Can you hear it? Yeah, yeah. Is everything okay? Yeah. Yeah, that is uh, pretty wild. So she did that. And then a week, you know, so going, I guess, back to February, she uh, – to, to, she paid for the whole thing to, uh, for New Orleans. Uh, we went to Bourbon Street. was where the uh, there was a haunted hotel. Um, it was right after Katrina. It's after they rebuilt everything and had everything was brand new. Um, so we had uh, three nights there. Toys and threes. So we uh, we got you know lots of drinking a lot. We had a really good time. Third night we got really 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 drunk. There was this drink that was made of Everclear called the Yellow Hand Grenade. That's what I remember. Really specific drink. Um, we, go, we go to the uh, hotel. She gets on top of me and I just black it out. Wake up the next morning, feel fine. Get in the car. I just get sick. It's, and her car just gets absolutely sick, just filling up all the way back. To, I'm originally from Texas. We're driving from New Orleans back to Texas. And we get back there. Three days go by, and all of a sudden, I just feel like this burning, 
feels like something's crawling underneath my skin and my back. And I look in the mirror, and you see that big, like, looks like a black handprint. Do you want to show that one? The uh, Just a singular isolated one? Oh, hang on. It's saying invalid style type when I try to put it on there. Let me, uh, let me try something here. That's, that's interesting that that's happening. <laughs> yeah, right. it's, yeah. 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 I know. It's, it's the first time. It's weird. It's, it, it's, it's, and like the last time, like everybody wanted to call me. Like everybody was just calling me during the, you know, it's like, they don't want the story told in its entirety. Let's see. Here. Let's see. Present. Share screen. You see it? Oh, my gosh. Yep. So that's the mark there. Um, it was there from uh, three days after after the trip. Um, I had two biopsies done, been to several doctors, uh, two dermatologists, uh, all, uh, blood work, MRI scans, all came out negative. So this happened after you you uh, hugged the bear, so to speak, in New Orleans. <clears throat> yeah, we'll say that. Yeah, hugging the bear. We'll go with that. It's a family show. Interesting. Did you did you have like since she said she was into black magic, was there anything else that happened to you before this uh, this this event? Um, nothing that I could really recall that was memorable. Um, like I said, she did the disappearing act. Um, she had some kind of black box in the house. She said, "Don't open it." Whatever, it's her black magic box. And what else? Um, trying to remember. I don't think anything really weird besides that. Um, then how we broke up was really weird and that was the most weird. And there's something else happened. I'm trying to remember. I'm not sure if I talked to you about it uh, before, but I'm trying to remember. No, no, I, I didn't ask you not to hear too many details because I wanted to hear them on uh, on here. Yeah. I'm Were you worried after you guys, like, broke up, like, she's going to do something to you or whatever? I was more, it was weird. It was a mix of emotions of, like, anger and sadness. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much of, of kind of what, what it was. Um, I really did care about her, but she did not, you know what I mean? Obviously not. Um but, yeah, so that mark did not change from 2010 up to around 2015, 2016. Um, I got into a – I should get into several accidents before these accidents, this long series. I got into an accident. Uh, an 18-wheeler hit me. Um, and then uh, then I started learning spiritual cleanses and stuff. I started rethinking about my childhood. My grandfather was really into it. My grandfather and mom and mom was really into it. Like, they would do this uh, spiritual cleanse called the A-Cleanse, or, you know, the, they call it Olympia. Um, and they would, you know, rub the egg over your body when you're sick, or, you know, someone gives you evil eye, and they crack it in the wa- uh, water, and, you know, you can see, like, what's going on and see if 
what's ailing you, and then you can find a, you know, a remedy or certain prayers that'll go towards that specific problem. And um, I really got into the spiritual baths and stuff like that, and that's what I noticed kind of really helped. Oh, yeah, that's the egg cleanse right there. Now, do you see the individual there? Yeah. Yeah, um, it's like a Gen Z kid. Um, this is actually something, this is kind of like related to why I got into my car accident. Um, something's going on with some people that hired some people that are from Mexico. And he's got like a black rosary on, a white collar shirt, a lapel. Uh, it's like a school uniform kind of. But uh, his hair's parted in the center, kind of like, I think Peter mine's like longer. And I saw a dog. So. Still see the you eyes know, and the nose right that. here. It looks like something from, um, like, you know, like The Ring or, you know, those scary movies or someone who's wearing, like, black heavy metal makeup. Yeah. 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 His eyes dark and it's, like, white. Uh, if you, there's another picture of the egg of this same one, but it's farther back. I'm not sure if that might go with. That's, like, a close-up version of it. Yeah, hang on. There you go. Yeah, there it is. So you see it from the top left corner. And when I take these, I make sure my reflection's not in it at all. I move my head away, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and uh, so these are these people were hired. They're pretty vicious. This is why I, kinda, I feel like I got into the accident. Wasn't because we were kind of like, I guess you would say, spiritual warfare type situation. So these people, were the candles. who hired the, the people? Um, people that my mom recently got married, and um, it's a girl, it's a woman that's jealous that was trying to, like, butt into the relationship, too, kind of situation after they were, like, together for four or five years, so. Is it, it like, the whole thing. is it, like, uh, like, black magic, like, kind of like what your girlfriend um, was dealing with, or something darker? Um, it's about, um, I would say, comparatively, it's probably on the same probably on the same um I think it's different because I think she had a pack and these are just like spiritual workers I don't know exactly I know I know they um since they're from I believe from Mexico I would say something what if they would be their go-to mm-hmm. they're probably involved in Santa Maria uh, Santa Maria, uh which yeah. you know they, uh, they are following my own business which will follow a lot of animal sacrifices and stuff like that and that's why you like things happen like you know accidents happen because like I said this was like there's a timeline I'm telling you I have pictures of like when I was doing this stuff because they're they going after my mom so you know I'm going to protect my mom yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go after you you know what I mean and they're they're doing all kinds of weird stuff um, yeah cause it shows all it was showing all kinds of stuff that they were potentially doing do you think that but, they, um, do you think they were responsible for the deer yeah, because you have to understand, like, when I was doing the reversals and stuff mm-hmm. after it burned down, it happened soon after. And it was, like, a lapse between I had a, a candle. It's hard, to, it's hard to wrap your head around that this stuff is actually out there, you know? Um, but, but a quick response. There's also, um, on my Instagram, there's actually the reversal candle I lit. is on my uh, video feed. So you can see, like, how long I had with the candle compared to when the accident happened. The accident happened November 8th. What's but the uh, picture of that? What's the uh, Instagram? Uh, it's uh, at Holy Mountain Healer. 
Yeah, you probably uh, want to go to the real, the real sec, the real section. Find it. It'll be the black and white candle. That one? No. That's a pretty cool looking uh, picture, though. Actually, let me go ahead. Um, I'll probably let me go ahead and I'll skip the link to you. Okay. Give me one second. Probably be faster that way. Oh, hold on. I'm trying to do it without the, this one. I forgot I put the music on there. And I don't want it on there. Oh. Yeah. I don't think I got a black and white candle from you. Hold on a quick. I'm one second. Uh, why did I put the music on? Share dollar. Oh, the dog right there. Okay, perfect. Nice. But yeah, okay, it'll be all, all the audio will be removed, so I can send it to you. So, all right. Perfect. Downloading. Yeah, I'll send, I'll send it to you. So we go ahead and finish the story, and I'll send it to you when the yeah, going. Okay. My back. Yeah, yeah, you're back. All right. So I started learning, like I started reading the Bible, and you know, in uh, in Psalm Solomon is uh, I can't remember exactly which Psalm, but he's talking about washing himself with high soap, and it says, "Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Wash me, and I shall be you know, clean whiter than snow." Spiritual uh, baths with that, and then I started getting the results. You can see the um, picture of the change mm-hmm. of uh, several different panels. Uh, do, do, do. Yeah, hang on. This is. A lot of pictures here. Yeah, I sent you uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Well, here's, here's, here's like, he's so away. That, 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 that was like, it's weird because there was nothing in the center. It was obviously right there. It was almost all gone. Yeah. yeah. Like almost, and then it started to come back, and then it started to make a triangle shape that looked like the, the damn dollar bill, excuse my language. And then you have that one right there. It looks like a hexagram. They start, and these, these pictures are taken by my massage, uh, orthopedic massage therapist. Almost looks like an eye. Yeah, it's the uh, eye of Providence. Yeah. Now, so if you look at the other. The healings on yourself and the cleansings, it started to fade. It started to fade. And, you know, I. And, I, and I've been watching a lot of exorcist stuff, like actually like priests and stuff. So certain things can only be removed just by praying and fasting. And it can take years, if not almost a whole lifetime, to remove some of the stuff. So it's also some of, <laughs> some, some of the stuff I've read. So some of it's just uh, tribulation, I guess, for the individual. What do you think she was trying to do to you? I think, it was like, I think she was like a black widow type um kind of like sacrifice me and brand me and you know she had a pack and she would target specific people and I guess it would try to collect that's what the accident was for as far as the 18-wheeler 
because I know because um, two weeks before my accident, her husband at the time, because I didn't talk to her for years, and then I was going to do a, uh, what's it called, a cord cutting uh, ritual to, mm-hmm. like, cut off all ties of, you know, just in case there's any more attachments. And then I found out that her husband got shot two days, or, you know, two days before my 18-wheeler accident, which was interesting and, quite, I, wow. I think, highly coincidental. Wow, that's uh, she was just kind of marking you for like an offering, if you will. Exactly, I think it was like a uh, like a yeah, like a Black Widow offering. I was kind of like the way I would I would think it. How how long after that before y'all broke up? Before you noticed the black spot, like you know, like how long after that before y'all split up? Oh, like I said, we were still together when I had the black spot, and I asked her about it, and she just laughed and said, I like to put my, uh, I like to mark my property. So she was all about that. She even tried to deny it. She was like, yep, that's me. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I joked about it. Did she act differently, like, after it no, happened? Pretty... No, not really. Oh, I'm trying to figure out why it's taking so long to download. Oh, well. I'll show. I'll just take a screenshot of it. Yeah, that'll work. That is. So after she told you, I like to mark my property. What was going through your head? Let's see what date that is. Hold on. Um. I want to find the date on this. There we go. Yeah. How do you find the date on this? Um. I feel so okay. Anyway, but I just in the picture. It's fine. So after you, after you uh, find out that she marked marked her property, what was going through your head? Like I just thought I, I just thought it was just like a crazy coincidence. At that point, I you know uh, there's some weird things happening, this that, and the other. I was like, well, you know, the, to me, I logically thought, okay, I must have gotten something about the, the sheets at the hotel. That's a, at that point, uh, yeah, I, huh? A bed bug bite or something, something like. <laughs> some, some, some kind of a rash infection, something. I so you thought she was joking it. around? You thought she was like, oh yeah, yeah I like to mark yeah. my property. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't because pe- people like to mess around with people like that. Just fuck, and you, you know, mess around, excuse me, mess around. If, if uh, mess, mess around. If the bear hugging is good, you can look past a lot of things. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Well, I mean, like I said, it was just the fact that, like, I don't know. I mean, you know, we besides all that, we had a lot in common. She played video games, like the same music. Yeah, I wonder if she, she was she was ex- kind of like acting that way to get you, kind of like get you into her good graces. Like, yeah. I'll act like I like video games, yeah, or I'll like, I, act I, like I, this. Was, she actually beat me on some, so that's why I knew she liked it. <laughs> oh, well, you know, maybe it's black, maybe it was like, a black magic. She, like, smoked me on, like, uh, a fighting game is what it was. Yeah, she mm-hmm. totally stopped me on those. You can blame the black magic on it. So obviously, you were cheating. You had the, you had <laughs> other powers helping you other... beat me here. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you have no idea. Uh, so, okay, so then, um, so years go by. Like I said, uh, around the time I was like researching demonology and uh, spiritual baths and all that, this guy from Sri Lanka. I was I, I put my I posted my story in a demonology group 
this guy from Sri Lanka messages me and says, hey, I don't really believe your story because in my religion, the entity that, or I'm not sure if they called it a god or a demon, I think it's a demon that does it, um, when, he, when he puts the mark, it's never found on the person that's alive. They're always dead. The bad, people who have that mark, dead. He's also, he didn't believe me at all. And I said, well, it's real. Here's the pictures. Here's the story. And he thought, okay, I, I believe you, but I don't understand how you're alive. And I attribute to be, me being a Christian, but that's just, you know, my, my biased belief. Um, so then he sent me the, the name of it. I sent you the, uh, the Wikipedia. You can also do some oh, Google yeah. search images on it to get an idea. Because if you Google search image, it actually shows you the actual entity. The, it describes it. As uh, red. Is this the right one? Yeah, it's not. It's it's like more like a Shiva character, but if you actually Google it, it's a completely different. Um, it's more of what I saw. But um, if you read that last paragraph, you want to go ahead and read it. Mahasona kills people at night by striking them between the shoulders. The mark of a hand will be embossed on the flesh of the body after this. You know what? I was living with my girlfriend, my, my wife at the time, at her parents' house. My daughter was watching TV with, uh, with her cousin, and she had, she had like, a, a tank top on. And she was, like, maybe 12 years old or something. And uh, my her cousin looks at her and, like, what's that on your shoulder? And there is a – I swear, there's a little handprint on her shoulder. Like, it looks like the size of, like, the probably about an infant. But I can see, I got a picture of it on my phone. Uh, this little, little, tiny. So this, um, uh, was she baptized, just curious? Yeah, she was. Okay, so that's another reason why she's probably, okay, okay. Apart from killing, he's also able to possess humans. But nothing ever, nothing happened after that, and the handprint went, went away. But it was so strange. That, 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 it, 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 it's you know one of those things when they when these entities try to claim something and they 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 it's hard it's hard to explain. Uh, kind of like um, when when Jesus was crucified, the devil thought he won. The sense. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, no, you didn't. It's kind of like they think that they had her, but they didn't. This type yeah. of situation. She's an, she's an innocent, you know what I mean? So it's kind of, they're, they're protected more so than when you're, when you're of age and knowing. Yeah. You, you said that you thought that it didn't kill you because you were a Christian. Had you been baptized by this point? Before oh, yeah, I've been baptized. I went through my, I, I'm, I was raised Catholic, so I went through the whole, everything, all the um, sacraments except, you know, marriage. So, and you also mentioned, though, that with the egg cleansing, you had family members who did those kind of cleansings and healing. Did they do any sort of, like, maybe blessings on you when you were a child as well? Um, but they, um, like, for a long time, I, I, w- I went more on my dad's side, which they were more uh, religious Catholic. And uh, on the other side, the, the cleanses were more like, I guess, spiritual folk Catholicism, I guess, yeah. would be more uh, what you would consider it. 
Yeah. Did um. Was she like she was a she was a witch and you were Christian at the time or did you convert? Oh. To Christianity. No, no, I was, I, I've always been a Christian, just not. I was more of like if you say. I, I thought everything was more metaphorical, not so literal. So you were just not practicing. Yeah. I I was just yeah I was not knowledgeable, not really. I thought it was just, you know, you know what I mean. But more metaphorical, like oh, you know, here's like a philosophical type thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it was more, more philosophical. Yeah, I it wasn't it was physical. More, like, you know, it was just, I didn't think it was so like real like it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you experience something like this, why would you? You know. It's all real. Yeah, it's all real. <laughs> Here, hang on. Do you think what she did to you made you more susceptible to the folks that were after your mother that you were trying to you, know, you were trying to protect your mom? But do you think that made you more susceptible to what they were trying to? On the family or your family? My mom is uh, doesn't. She only knows a certain couple of things. I'm, I've actually studied and did a lot of in-depth research on, like you know, uh, defense, defense kind of stuff. Uh, and a lot of it's similar to what like the priests do. You know, certain things that they do, uh, fasting and oh, it's like stuff like that. Um, like, I, I know how to make, like, uh, spiritual baths and stuff, you know what I mean, like that. And I, she's not really knowledgeable with that stuff as far as, like, you know, what certain herbs do for certain things. and You know what I mean? You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like, um, she didn't really ever really knew how to read the eggs. She's gotten better now since I'm kind of, like, I'm writing a book on it and all that kind of stuff. So she's getting, um, oh, she gets a three mark. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, the, is it the red? It's the red one. Yeah. 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 The, 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 those are very common. The three scratch ones. Mhm. Interesting. The, uh, the massive handprints. No, I've 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 seen I've only seen one, and it was like on someone's leg. It was like wrapped around their leg. You did have someone touch like that at the cabin. There was a a girl that came came over there. We're in the basement of the, the Brick Rancher, and uh, there is a handprint on her leg, but it's a dusty handprint. Like somebody took, like, you know, took the hand off the the floor. But it was a small, like a size, but again, the size of a child. So it wasn't her. You could tell maybe like a six-year-old or something. Very small handprint on her leg. Interesting. But yeah, um, so now if you look at one of the other images, um, it's more faded. Uh, let me see. If you, I'll see if I can. If you want to pull those up real quick? Yeah. Hang on. Which one? Which we looking for? Um, it's the one that looks like a buffalo, kind of. It's the if you um, if you see the, the multi-panel one, it's the one that's in the center. I sent you one that's uh, isolated. Oh. For that. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Here. Okay. Let 
Hang on. All right, there you go. And there you go. Share. All right. That's what you're talking about? That's the, that's the one. And what's really funny is the biopsy, like, made, it's like in the perfect spot for it. It looks like the eye. The one on the right. There's two of them. You can see one in the center and the one at the top right. It's like uh, the Buffalo Bills logo, which is kind of funny. <laughs> so and if you read that paragraph, you want to go back to that uh, wiki? Yeah. And you read about one, the middle paragraph, one, two, three, fourth line. It says, and drinks. Uh, and drinks. It yeah. drinks the blood of a buffalo he carries in his right hand. He is also a pike in his left hand. Yeah, drinks the blood of a buffalo. So that's all symbolic, you know what I mean? I'm still confused. So you got you, you go to New Orleans. New Orleans. Bear, you know, bear hug. Three days later, I wake up. I uh, have a sensation in my back. I look in the mirror, and that big black handprint's there. Unchanged till 2015-16, when I started learning about spiritual cleanses, and it started to go away. They started to come back, and then here I am today. So she worked for, or she served, Maha Sohona? That that is just the Sri Lanka. Uh, go, Go ahead and Google Google that entity real quick and then see if uh, go to the images so you can see what it looks like and then you can tell me what it looks like to you as far as other religion, religions because that's just the name of the Sri Lanka because you know all you know all religions have different names like Which, planets to Saturn or you know Mars and they have a deity that's related to that and they're suspiciously similar to each other. So was she was she like? Like Sri Lankan, or did did she? No, no, no. Did you hear what I said? It's just the uh, Sri Lankan name for it. Like, okay. Yeah, it came came up when he was in a a demonology group and kind of told his story. And when the the guy came back, so I want you to. Did you Google yet? Yeah, all I got was a band name, Maha Sahona, and all they got is like a. Almost looks like an elephant with. Tentacles go, coming out of his nose. You go to the images? Yeah. Let me go look it up. Here's another one. Okay. Yeah. I love it when Google doesn't play nice. Well, so on the images. Oh, this is what I got. I'll show you right here. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're getting. <laughs> I'll show you what I'm getting. I just screenshot it there. There you go. Right there. See? That's what I got. No, no. I would look like Chihula, Chihula, or look at the elephant ears and the... Oh, no, that's not even Mahasahona. There's an H in there. I think there's no... Is there an H in there or is no H? Uh, let's see. Mahasahona. Uh, Mahasahona. Yeah, Mahasahona is on, is on the uh, Wikipedia here. Oh, it's at the top or the, uh, at the bottom? They still, they still, they still two different ways. Yeah. Mahasohana is the chief, and you go down the bottom. It's without the H. Mahasohana. Oh. God, Mahasohana. Okay. 
I know, it's a little tricky there. Looks like a wolf almost, or werewolf, doesn't it? A, a werewolf and uh, in Egyptian looks like yeah Anubis, and in, and um, uh, Aztec is they have a, a black dog for theirs too for their uh, dead deity as well. Interesting. And a lot, yeah. And actually, with this Mahasona, before you see him or before you get before you get struck with the mark, you see a black dog. That's a, another thing as well. Did you That's see it? That's a cartoon version of it. Well, look at they have some ones where they have the ritualistic type uh, masks and stuff like that. Did, did did she have any masks? Like, did you notice anything with like dogs on it or stuff? To be like, no, I, like I'm telling you, like it's it just uh, a form. It, have you ever read the uh, Testament of Solomon? No. I highly recommend reading the Testament of Solomon because every time the demon, uh, there's 72 demons that presented themselves in front of Solomon. He had a, a ring, magical ring that Uriel, the archangel, gave him. This allegedly he uh, enslaved the demons to build, uh, I guess, the first temple. It's an allegory for the human body, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, that's what it is right there. What does that look like right there? That's the one he sent me right there. It looks like a dog. Or, yeah. It's like a, it's a dragon. A dragon. A black dragon. It looks like a dragon or a crocodile. It, 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 it looks like a black dragon, uh, similar to, if you think of the Japanese or the Chinese-like dra- the, the dragon. It does. Almost. Yeah. It has, and, and that's, and there's like a, I have like a, Dragon conspiracy, it's all over the place. You know, you got Quetzalcoatl for the Aztecs, you got the Golden Serpent for the Egyptians, there's the Serpent for India as well. And you have, I think it's the Hopi had the egg with the serpent cracking the egg, creating the universe. And you have, um, what's the other one? Uh, the Gnostics believe in Yaldabaoth, the lion headed serpent. Then you have, uh, like America and one of the Indians. Uh, languages is mm-hmm. named uh, uh, Land of the uh, Plumed Feathered Serpent, which is Quetzalcoatl, I guess, technically. But, yeah. Uh, the Bible uh, talks about the Black Dragon, and I think uh, one of the Saint, of Saint Benedict, which I have uh, the ring right here, the, basically says, uh, let not the, uh, the dragon be my teacher, or whatever, basically. Wow. The Black Dragon. Specifically. Yeah. So, so you you go back to the buffalo. Your 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 mark turns into a turns into what looks like a buffalo. Yep. And then uh, it's, it's about so you saw where the triangle is and the hexagram. The yeah. Those are gone now, and it's about fifty percent lighter from. Um, it, yeah, there's a lot of cool images of, of this in the B two, but um, yeah, I just I hit that by accident trying to find the other. One. So this one looks like it's basically almost gone. Yeah, it was almost gone. Like I said, I was mad. It came, it came back, and it's it fluctuates. I've never uh, I've never seen anything like it before. And what's it doing now? Wait, when it gets darker, to maybe like cords reattaching. Like maybe she's doing well, that. Yeah, I don't even think it's her because I think it's other people that I kind of like these people that are going after my family. But that kind of like and that it's the same entity working through different people because yeah, um have you seen that movie fallen before yeah uh, yeah like that with Denzel Washington 
and like he'd be doing that whistling, and he would hear it different from different people because they'd be, you know, yeah, yeah, they'd be they'd be low key uh, possessed because they have a, a a doorway opening in their soul to be hijacked like that. So whenever this entity is presenting itself through someone else towards you, it gets darker. Exactly. Well, yes, and it's actually on its way down. Uh, it was really interesting because you know. So it happened with one of my friends because he, um, he he showed me some things. I showed him some things, and he uh, he had like a manifestation. He said that I was like in a real like evil place, like you know, like when they get possessed, they go ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I knew it was, I knew it was manifesting through him. He thought you're too protected. He told me, and I can't hold you down. And I'm like, what are? I said, did you just hear what you just told me, dude? I said, you said I'm too protected and you can't hold me down. I said, what do you mean? And then he was just quiet. And then he tried to change the subject. Interesting. Slip of the tongue there, huh? Yeah, it's like, uh, you're like, is it time for you to leave? Radiant slip. No, it was just, it was just over the phone. And I haven't seen this person in like two or three years either. Like, I stopped talking to him because uh, some other things happened that I'm not going to talk about, but, you know. Probably a smart idea you stop talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> you sent me some weird pictures. I had questions about. Yeah, go ahead. We'll go through them. Like, what is – well, there is something. Like. All right. That – okay, so that right there. All right. So, so, you know, every relationship has a beginning. Unless you get married, there's an ending. <laughs> so, the ending with this girl – um, so, after she did some weird stuff, after this, um, something else happened. I can't remember exactly what, but anyway, I got tired, I got tired of it. And I'm like, all right, I went to a priest and I said, hey, I need help. I told him the whole story. He's all, you need to go see a therapist. <laughs> so, it's funny because, okay, we're going to stop right there. We're going to fast forward in the future. I do see one later. And I present all the information. She actually knows one of the dermatologists that did the biopsy on me and said, you need to go see a priest. I don't feel good. So I'm like, okay. So 
after the whole it was like whole thing. You you still there? Yeah. Um. So it took like two hours to do the whole, you know, the rites, the exorcism rites. And she normally got off at five. She got off two hours early. She was at the house at three, and my candles were only like halfway down. I had it planned to where when she got off, you know what I mean? Yeah. So came in two hours early. Her hair was all crazy, eyes all bloodshot. And so I'm, I'm standing here. She, like, runs into the room where my altar is. So what is this? And I said, it's, you know, I'm praying to God. And that's when stuff got weird. So I'm in by the doorway. The light's here. She's uh, in front of me to my left. The altar is to the right. I have a bunch of candles on. The candles, the light flickers, dim. The light's dim. This is in the middle of the daytime. You can still see the light on the outside. I come in through the, like, blinds and the curtains. So the light... The candlelight shrinks, the bulb like dims, the smoke just kind of wraps around her, and this thing manifests. And it looked like a um, claymation. Um, it moved like a stop motion. Uh, it looked like a hologram, but it moved like stop mm-hmm. motion. And it was like, in, uh, so it was in front of her, and it, it's like, it, you can tell it was bigger than what, what it was allowed to project, I guess. So when it, ex- it you can tell like, it expanded its wings, but it didn't like, it normally would have covered like half the room, more, more than half the room, but it was like isolated in like this sphere kind of. So I had a conversation with it, uh, said something about that, so why it put the mark on me. And it said that it was teaching me a lesson. Then um, it said um, about the God comment, uh, there's a God and then there's a creator. And I said, that doesn't make any sense because if the creator created God, then the God is just a co-creator. And the, creator, the actual creator is uh, the true God. And then it got mad and ran at me. And um, she choked me. Well, it was actually, actually, he was coming to choke me. As soon as it touched me, it was her hand wrapped around me. I said, get your shit. Excuse me, get your stuff and get out of the house. And then, she, and then it was weird because she was like crazy, had this crazy look at her. And all of a sudden, when I said that, she just went, okay, and started packing her stuff. Oh, wow. And she called her sister, and I told her sister, you know what just happened here? Da, 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 da. She's all, you're crazy. Then so we need to get out of here. And I was like, what? The? It was like so bizarre. She's like, oh, no one is going to, no one believed me. Like, so, my, and my parents, my parents were, uh, you know, uh, yeah, their master degrees in therapy, so they could have, like, talked about committing me and stuff. It was crazy. I was like, all right, I just need to move. <laughs> so your parents, when you, when you told your parents about what happened, they were, they were like, trying to get you into, th- into therapy? Completely close to any possibility any of that was happening. They saw the mark because they, they knew that I had biopsy and blood work and everything was clear. Mm-hmm. And, I'm like, and I'm like, do you not see this? They're like, oh, you know, whatever. Nothing. It's just a skin rash, something. And I'm like, for five years, <laughs> yeah. unchanged. <laughs> well, see, well, see, I was only there for like a, uh, within a year after this happened. I was only stayed in Texas, and I just booked it across the country. But they, they, they went from being non-believers to eventually people trying to come after your mother. For for a relationship, it's all jealousy. That's why I had to get out of out of Texas. A lot of people practice witchcraft out there, 
and there's a lot of jealousy. Mm-hmm. No one wants to see you happy. They'll be casting magic to break people up left and right. It's crazy. Crazy how bad it is over there. Very spiritual down there. And you'll see a bunch. You'll see, like, the candle you sent. You'll see those all the time with, like, images of Jesus on it in the store and stuff like that. Yep. Actually, hold on. I have one right now. Oh, yeah. Like, magic candles and stuff. Well, I mean, the, the Catholics use the same thing. They're just pillar candles, uh, novena candles. They put them at graveyards. Uh, some of them have, like, the holders. They put them in front of graves. They have them in churches where they have a whole rack, and you say your prayer, and you put it on there. It's a, it's a, it's a symbol of your prayer, technically. All right, so what's what's this guy? Part of the A cleansing. That's one of the uh, – at Kudapagos, that's one of the uh, Goetia demons of Solomon, I guess. It looks like – It's a seahorse demon. Okay. It looks like it has the head of a seahorse, and – it's the head of the seahorse. It's basically the seahorse demon. Oh, yeah. The seahorse demon is described as the head of a horse and the body of a fish. That's the seahorse. <laughs> and it was, is he, is he like, in the smoke or something here? So that's the egg cleanse. That's that's the egg cleanse. Yeah. This is someone um, that I – I actually met him at a spiritual shop, and they asked me to do, like, a cleansing in their house and all that, so I went over there and – they like a low-key exorcism type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, told her to do the egg cleanse. Um, she had Morgellons disease. You know what that is? I do not. Look up Morgellons disease. Uh, there are several diseases that I believe that are spiritual. They're the ones that they don't have a – you know, with our technology, they can't detect these diseases. They don't know where it comes from. Like, what is it, fibromyalgia, um, Morgellons disease, and there's another one. Uh, lupus. Is it? I like, don't know what kind. Itchy skin. What causes? What, uh, what are you talking about? Morgellons disease. Oh no! It's like they have little fibers that come out of their skin, and then it turns into like worms. Weird. Oh yeah, I see a picture of it. And she would have little. It looked like little. Um, it looked like little mermaids were coming out of her skin. And Cunapagos uh, is actually, this came in her age. Cunapagos is actually uh, the uh, Poseidon. The god Poseidon, like low G, small G. So the king of the sea, I guess you'd say. But yeah, so she. Had, uh, so when I told her to do the A cleanse, she did the A cleanse, and she, was, she said, I did the A cleanse. So I went to sit down and have dinner. And all of a sudden, like, before I could even eat, I got violently ill. And she went to the bathroom and started blowing, blowing up black stuff. Yeah, and, then, uh, and then her uh, boyfriend at the time said that this entity came into their house and knocked over their altar. Wow. So. It's just... That's what she told me. I, I, I wasn't there to see that, but that's yeah. from what I've experienced. From what I've experienced, I'm in no position to say that didn't happen to her. No, no. I mean, I understand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, after everything that happened and to you. And then a sense it showed up in her eggs to correspond. So it was mm-hmm. just. Yeah, but, uh, Google Kunapagos real quick. If you want. It's uh, like K U N O P E G O S, Kagos, like 